in Kedushas, we learned for four Shlema, for Elizabeth Ruma, and Yosef Israel ben Chaim Michal. We're at the two dots, a little bit below, halfway down the small, the uh, short page on Chavtal Amanal. Tana Yosef B'Shem Ba'ayim. We learned that uh, a couple of days ago that the Evid Kanani goes out. When does he get his liberation? Either with uh, with um, Shtar or with Kesef, under different circumstances, according to a mayor. One way, according to Chacham, another way. The Chacham generally go with the Chacham, not the sheet of a mayor or of Shimon Alasar, but rather the sheet of Rab Shimon Alasar, but rather that he goes out free with Kesef or Shtar. It means he gets Shikhar, whether the, he, accept, he could accept it himself, because Gitavi Arvon Kechad, or um, but if some, he does, somebody else does it on his behalf, or if he raises money on his own, money that uh, some money was given to him under the condition that his master would not own it, because otherwise, Menastam, if he owns something, the master owns it. So you can go out with Kesef or Shtar. Mar added on, Khalid and Meshicha. Yesterday, my daughter asked me if uh, could he free him just by being uh, by ma- making him Hefker. Lachari, yes, we'll see if the Gemara deals with that. But Lachari, you can just make him Hefker, free him that way too, uh, without a get Shekhar. But here we're talking about other ways to go out. What else can you go out? Well, the Torah tells us ways. Tana says the Gemara, Yosef Meshim Vayim. If his master knocks out his a tooth or his eye, the Pusik says the fairish. We have a Pusik in Shmos, Perak, Chafalat, Pusik, Chav, Chav, I think it is. Perak, Chav, Chiyaka, Ish, Es, Ein, Abdo. He knocked his tooth, or Es, Ein, Amasa, or his, uh, his male servant, or his female servant, Veshichasa, and destroys it. He goes out free because of his eye, or because of his tooth. In other words, he knocks out his tooth. It's called Shein, Ba'ayin. Now, we had before... An Ebed Ibri doesn't go out that way. If you have an Ebed Ibri who's, we talked before about six years or yoga, or whatever, he goes out, doesn't go out of Shema. And if you're not going to sue the ride, pay the doctor's bills and uh, get a replacement, uh, whatever you have to do, fix him up. But he doesn't go out free. Special luck by Ebed goes out free. He goes to Shema. Not only at Rosh Hashem, any other projecting limbs. The, the mission in the Goim uh, mentions 24 different projecting limbs, including all your fingers and your toes plus other things that project, like a woman's nipples or a man's uh, aver. Uh, those things that project, there's 24 of them, are ears and a nose, things that project, that, that stick out. Uh, the Gemara learns out that those also, if you knock out any of those, the Evan goes out free. So it says, Bishlam, so it says, Only if there are things that don't grow back. Bishlam, Shein, Ba'ayin, Sibi. We know it says, the Pasuk we just quoted, says, V'chiyaki, Shein, Avdo, Shein, Avdo, Yechav, Shein, goes out free, Ela, Shein, Menom, how do we know the other limbs? Plus, it says Shane Bain. It goes out if you knock out a suit or eye. How do we know the other projecting limbs? Do mean a Shane Bain? Because anything, it's like a Mamatsina Rashi says, it's a comparison. Just like Shane Ma, Shane Bain, a moment should be These are things which are exposed, they're obvious, right? They're, they're clear, they're exposed. You see, the guy's missing an eye, missing a tooth, you can see it. They don't grow back. So obviously, you see things that don't grow back. We're not talking about baby teeth, we're talking about regular adult teeth. So it's learned out of a mamatzinu, which is we'll see is really a a, a, a Torah. It's not just a drusha that the chacham added on, like exera that the rabbis on, and the rabbis added on three kinds of things. Like they added on mitzvahs like a, a, you know mitzvah like a Purim or, or Hanukkah, lighting candles, things like that, reading bill. That's a mitzvah. They also had gzeros, right? Decrees that they made, uh, like. Uh, you know, like you could say the Xeris, like most of Muksa, Shabbos is mostly Xeris, it shouldn't come to be over on the right, so those Xeris. And then they did various Takano for the betterment of society. 
However, this is not a Durabana. This is a Doraisis. Just like Shane Bayan are things are, are parts of the body that are exposed and don't grow back. So the same thing, if anything else, if you knock out a guy's uh, um, you know, ear or his uh, toe or whatever, also he goes out free. We're talking about Evakanani only. Why, why do you learn that? Why do you say Mamatsin just like Shane Bayan? Just like those two. So the other 22 are also uh Rosh Shavim are also Shagat. Uh, why do you learn that way? Say Shane Bayan is what we call Shakes of Mankechad. If a Pasuk wants you to te- teach you a general principle, it might say it once, and we learn a general principle from there. But if it says it twice the same thing, that means to tell you only those two things, nothing else. That's called Shneks from Abba and Kechem. Why did it tell you twice? They tell you Dafka those two, not other things. So why don't you say also Shane Bayin is Suks of Mankechad. Only Shane Bayin you go up free, not other projecting limbs. does not teach you uh, elsewhere. You cannot extrapolate from elsewhere. Nothing worse. No, Shane Bayin are not the same. <laughs> because if I only say one, I wouldn't know the other. If the possible tells us that you knock out his two, he goes out free. Have him in shame the hollow, the milk tooth. What does milk tooth mean? The tooth that a child nurses with, meaning it's a, it's a small child, right? Shane Shionikma and the Asad Lachlif. It's obviously we all know that baby teeth fall out and the other tooth growing from the Evid Cotton, and Evid could be any age, right? But an Evid Kanani could be any age, right? And Evid could also be basically any age. I mean, I guess uh wouldn't be underage. Somebody asked that last week, right? And I'm a Greek can only be up until the age of 12. <laughs> and evidently, presumably from the age of Bar Mitzvah on, because otherwise his father really can't sell him, and and he can't sell himself, and Besson wouldn't uh, hold him responsible for Geneva. So, presumably, evidently, is from Bar Mitzvah on. A girl is until Bat Mitzvah. So, um, but an Evid can be any age, right? When we talk about the Evidently, is the master gives him a shift to Kananis to have more babies. Those babies will be also uh, slaves, uh, you know, children of slaves. Anyway, if it would only say Shane, I would say, okay, maybe uh, maybe you're talking about Shane, a field Shane, not only an adult tooth, but even a child tooth. You knock out a child's tooth, he goes out free too. That's what I might think. Kamashvala, no, Ayan, it's got to be something which is permanent, not something which is which is uh, destined to fall out anyway. Because Rahmanan can only say I and I. Just like the eye was uh, created with the baby, with with, the, with this person when he was uh, born. Anything uh, I would say, only things that that uh, were born were born with him, that that were created when he was born. The shame only came in later on. I don't know. You can ask a dentist. Uh, the truth is, I tell you that the the dull teeth are maybe in there also, right? They're in there. They just haven't come down. I don't know if that's if it's all that way or whatever, but they haven't appeared yet. Let's say they're maybe inside his bone, and probably they're not certainly not they're not the right size. They haven't grown yet, right? So even if they're uh, inside the gum somewhere, the the, the adult teeth are, are there somehow, but they certainly have not grown all the way. So they're not there really at birth. So if it only say if you knock out his eye, he goes after him and say, okay, an eye he's born with his eye. He wasn't born with the teeth. So maybe with the, with the adult teeth, so I might think he wouldn't go out. So therefore, the pussy has to tell us both Shane and I. If I only say Shane, I would think even a, even a child's tooth, Mashmah, no. It's got to be something that's, which is going to be permanent. So therefore, we need to say, therefore, Shane, therefore, we need to say, we need both. Amo, why don't you say this? Why don't you have a drosha? Kiyake klal. Beginning of the pussy says, Kiyake ish es einavdo. Kiyake ish es einavdo. Yaka, you hit him. Hit him is a general general principle, cloud. Shane Bayan is a prod. The speci- the, you're specifying Dafka these two limbs, 
or parts of the body, whatever you want to call them. Um, we have a call prat. The rule of call prat is you have a call followed by a prat, a generalization followed by a specification. Only included a chain by an only the tooth and the eye, media nothing else. The answer is the pasuk goes on. is a general thing. Send them out. Send them out almost for anything. So we have a followed by a net of generalization. Again, if you only call prat, the rule is if you have cloud protocol, it's what's the rule there? Cloud protocol, you have to prat, something like the prat. So any of the other limbs are also like the prat. How so ma prat before is just like the prat, which is specified, which is the shame bayan, mumshavagoli, it's an exposed blemish. Main husband don't grow back. You're not got a guy's eye or his tooth that don't go back, it doesn't grow back. So we include any any exposed limb. Uh, which which is which doesn't grow back. So we, if we're talking about some internal organ or something which is not exposed, that wouldn't be included. Why don't you look at this? Why don't you say uh, add something else on? Say uh, what is the prod? It, it has to be like the prod that it's what exposed and it doesn't grow back. Why don't you say also this? It's got to be something. Okay, it's exposed. Once you've knocked it out, it no longer can do its service, right? If you knock out the guy's eye or damage his eye, you can't, you blind it, and you can't, it doesn't work. Knock out the teeth, he can't chew anymore. Vein Choser doesn't grow back. So you have three qualities. It's got to be exposed, doesn't grow back, and it can't, it can no longer serve its function. It's got it. So the other things are also included. In what are they? Anything which is exposed, Vein Choser doesn't grow back, can no longer service. Maybe that is the case. No, Alamatanya, why do we learn a price? Tell us, let's say you pulled his beard. You pulled the beard. You, 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 you hurt him in some way. You pulled his beard. The dildubo etzem. You dislocated his, his bone, maybe a jaw bone. You dislocated him in some way where uh, he goes out free, even though he still has the jaw bone. He can still do something there, right? He hasn't totally, uh, he, he hasn't totally knocked it out of total service, yet he goes out free. Right, so why would he go out there free? If you say that it's got to be something like the Shane Bayan, so say, okay, Shane Bayan is exposed, doesn't grow back, and once you knock out the Shane Bayan, can no longer do its service. Here you see that even though uh, that he goes out free, despite the fact that it can no longer do its, uh, the, despite the fact that what that it could it could still do its service, right? It's got to be a the Shane Bayan knock it out, can't do it anyway. You don't have an eye, you can't see. You don't have a tooth, you can't chew there. Right, but here, if you if you dislocated his jaw, it could still do something, and yet he goes out free. The answer is la The fact is that the extra words at the end, the send him out free. You could have just said chavshi, right? But it says la You send him out free, meaning under all circumstances, meaning this is like a amplification. Now here, Rashi says an interesting thing. Um, Rashi says you know, we had last week. We had some people learn, some Torah learn the Torah with follow prat. And some learn Rebu Yumi and Reba. Yumi and Reba includes more and it only excludes like one thing. Cloud Prada Cloud, it includes more because there's anything like the product. It doesn't exclude just one thing. Anything like the product is included. Rebu Yumi and Reba includes more, and but it has me at one little thing. Here, Raj, so you think that it's a machlokas. One way to learn the Torah is Rebu Yumi, one way to learn the Torah is Cloud Prada. It depends who the. So that's what we said before. The one Tana learns one way, one Tana learns the other way. It's a machlokas, how to learn. Here Rashi says, look at Rashi Ribuya, about five lines down in the narrow lines. Ain't a lush and cloud, Leo's needing It's not really a lush of a it's not a generalization. 
the word Yishalchenu, uh, like send them out under all circumstances. Ela bariba yumiyat, bariba, bariba kol. It's learned bariba yumiyat. So here you see that even the one who holds, it's not like a machlokas, do you learn klal parakal, do you learn bariba yumiyat? Even the one who learns klal parakal, if you look at the word, sometimes the word indicates that it is an amplification. It's more than than a, just a generalization, uh, uh, all kinds of things. But ribui is more, it amplifies it even more than just a generalization. So he says, therefore, the chavshir shachenu includes more, and, and therefore, even if it, it still has some function, right? You want to say it's only if it loses its function as a Godfrey? No. Even if it has some function, but he's he's ruined it, he's uh, dislocated the jaw, he still goes out free. So if it's a generalization to include even more, what happens if he hurt him on his hand? He injured his hand some way, but samsa, his hand withered. The sofa lasts, but eventually it'll heal. Nami, so maybe she also got free. I love the why we learn a brisey call yado. If he hurt him on his hand, injured him with some sign, the hand withered. The sofa lachsor. Eventually, it will, it will heal. It will, uh, you know, return to its original function. Ein eved yotzev and lacheres. He doesn't go out free. Now, if you say that yishalchenu is a reboy to include everything, include more things. Not only, not only if it loses its function, but even if it still has some function, he still goes out free. So here, why when he hurt his hand and it withered now, but it'll grow back eventually, does he not go out free? What's the point of saying shame What's shame If it means anything, even if it's going to grow back, shame is to tell us something which doesn't grow back. But if here if it grows back, if it were to grow back and you say, even if it grows back, he goes out free because he injured him. So what's the point of saying shame If you hurt him in any way, he should go out free. So therefore, Shemayin teaches us that it's got to be something which doesn't grow back. Like a Shemayin, you knock those out, they're not going to grow back. So that's the that's that's the limit. So it's got to be Shemayin. That's another way. So now we know that Avikani goes out with a get shechur, right? He can get shechur. He can go out with what uh, kesef or or um, or star, right? Um, right. He goes out with kesef or star. What did I say? He said he goes out with kesef or star. Uh, uh, or or right, a kesef shah, that's a get shikhr. That's one and the same. Shah is get shikhr, um, like the Mishnah said. And we're adding on also that he goes out to Shane Vayan because that's a preferish apostle. Now the question is, Tarabanan, when he goes up to Shane Vayan, does he need also get shikhr? We said he goes out with kesef and he's bought out. He himself buys himself or somebody else buys him out. Uh, does he go out also? When he goes out to Shane Vayan, is it automatic or does he need to get shikhr? So Tarabanan, the kum, maybe yes, well, in all these cases, Evid goes out free. What do you mean, the Kulam? Presumably, the Kulam, all the various, um, the 24 limbs that are the 24 Rashi Varam, rejecting limbs that he goes out free, like Shane Vayim is included in them. Kulam but get Shimon says he still needs to get Shechem. Still needs to get Shechem. That's what Shimon's opinion. Now we'll have different views. Or Mayor Amar Enetzar, for instance, he does not need it. Or Belezer goes like if Shimon says Sarach. They probably said separately at different times. That's why he brings it down this way. Mayor, so he starts off with Rabbi Shimon says he needs to get. Rabbi says he does not. Rabbi says he needs to get. Rabbi Tafra says he does not. Rabbi Kiva Omer Tzarach. Those who look for a compromise said, they said, near and of which say the favorish in the Torah, that he goes out free. So probably we would agree with Rabbi Tarfon that he does not need a get. He says, Reptarfim, the same thing would be, was, would be Remeir, who says, Anasar, right? Probably I would give Reptarfim, Shane Vayim. Shatorah Zichsalo, the Torah said the favorish, Shane Vayim goes out. So apparently you don't even need to get. The Diva Rebbe Kiva would agree with the Kiva, you need to get, Bashar from the other 
the other of the uh, the other twenty two uh, Rashi Evarim, right? The other Rashi Evarim that, that the other projecting limbs we're to the that you need to get. Hold the knas since it's a knas, it's a find of the chacham in those twenty two. So tomorrow it's a knas knasu. We said it's a matzah, just like Shane Vayan are things which uh, don't grow back and um, uh, and they're exposed. Uh, so we learn out the other ones too. So it's not a it's not a drabun, it's not a knas of some sort. since the like we had at the beginning of the Yavamas, you know, that he starts off with things that the Chum Darshan, but it's the Doraisa. The Chum Darshan, the Pasik, they expounded the Pasik, but it's still a Doraisa. Okay, so so interesting that. At the end of the day, the, the, the Machriam said, you know, we'll go like a mayor in some cases, or a in other cases, meaning, um, and like a mayor and a in some cases, and like a Bekiv and Rabbalazar and a Shimon in the other cases. But we come out, if that's the Psak, we don't go like either one, because Reb Tarfan says, uh, you don't need it in any of the cases, any of the 24. And uh, Reb Shimon says, you need it in all of them. So we say, we'll go like, uh, we'll go like Reb Shimon. You need to get shikha in the other 22, but the ones that are favorites, we don't go. So this is a machriya. You go like some in some cases, some like the other cases, but the psak then comes out not 100% like any one of them. That's the that's the compromise over here. My time at Rav Shimon. What's the reason why Rav Shimon says that you still need to get? Why? Right? Shalilsha send him away from a woman. My Isha Bishtar, just like a woman is only sent away with a shah. It's the only way, either if you're, you know, either you die or you send her away. The only way to send her away, to send a wife away during your lifetime is to give her a get shifter, to give her a get. So my Isha Bishtar, Bishtar, very simply learns out Evid like uh, like an Isha. You can only go out with a star. Now we said you could also be mafker him, possibly. Like we said that uh, today, according to uh, according to what we discussed. That it's possible that you have to rework or with Kesef, right? But if without Kesef or without Hefker, the Kharinishta Rameyer, Rameyer will say, Rameyer says what? That you don't need a get shifter in these cases. If the puzzle would say, say, if it would say, send him out free, fine, kid a comrade, then you might be right. You know, you send him out. If it would say, at the end, send him out to be free, maybe send him out with a get. But here he says, he's free immediately, then send him out. That's what it seems to indicate. Because now that it says, he's free as soon as he knocks his teeth out. So it's, a, it's immediate, he knocks his tooth out. Or his eye out, he's automatically free at that point. It's instantaneous, and you don't need a get. So we learn like this on Brice. If you hit him on his eye and you blinded him, even one eye doesn't mean totally blind. Even one eye, presumably, I'll know. Or you, you cause them to be deaf. Apparently, also means one eye. I don't know if they could discern deafness in one ear, but if they could, uh, even you know, deaf in one ear, would be enough too. So you call Now, uh, Ozen, the Ayin is Shen is one of the patient Torah. We said Ozen is one of the twenty-four. Let's say he hit him on his ear and he deafened him. So every year he goes out free. Why? Because he hit him directly on the eye, directly on the ear. Neget eno ve'enero. Let's say he heard him near his eye. Neget eno. Rashi says that let's say he, he was a uh, man was standing near a wall and the man banged him. Now this is we're talking about the uh, the, the uh, damage done by by noise or by the 
wave vibrations of the noise. Rashi says Shehika Bakosel. He knocked he knocked him on the wall. Vibiso and he frightened him because frightened him so much that he lost his sight or his hearing. Interesting, right? So he says, if you hit him directly on the on the eye or on the ear, then he goes out free. Let's say you're near his eye, meaning he banged on the wall and he got blinded by the fright or by the waves or whatever. Or can they get also banished or he deafened him by making some noise near a wall or bang, uh, some big bang, a loud noise, and he lost his hearing. Hearing, right? We know that too much music, loud music, uh, battlefield explosions, things like that cause, cause deafness. So we know that. Apparently, he could do damage to the eye also. So in those cases, he doesn't go out free. If it was only indirect, it wasn't a direct hit, as we'd say. It wasn't a direct hit. It was, uh, he made, some, made something on the side and that caused the deafness. So that's called indirect. So we'll see maybe but he can't, doesn't go out free. We want to say that noise doesn't do anything. In other words, an indirect hit where he didn't touch him at all, but he made a tremendous noise and that frightened him or scared him and that caused him an eye loss, a vision or a hearing loss. Uh, that doesn't do anything. Let's say you had a chicken. A rooster and it stuck its head. You know, you, uh, some you had a you had a rooster wandering around, and uh, your neighbor had a glass uh, vase or a jar or something. The rooster stuck his head into the jar without touching it, right? The tuckabo and he crowed, right? The shovel and he broke it. He's got to pay for it. This is what we call throwers, the machlokas, whether net whether we're going to talk about the about an, an animal that not not that he did damage directly with his foot, but it was some indirect damage that he did. Again, it wasn't he wasn't intending to do it, but you know he was just crowing and it broke. You have to pay Nezik Shalom according to uh, according to this Tana that uh, that you pay Nezik Shalom. Rashi says this goes like Sumchus. Okay, that's what going to pardon. Talking about a grammar, right? You call that a grammar, right? So the question is. He shoved his head down the steps. Right. And, and at the bottom, he, he shoved him. He shoved him there. He didn't, he didn't hit him. Yeah, but he, yeah, well, he pushed him. Here we're talking about where there was no physical contact. No physical contact. Uh, you know, you push him in front of a car and the car killed him. You said the car killed him, but you pushed him. You know, you did something here. Here, he didn't do anything. There was no physical, there was no touching at all. So, Tanigo and he crowed in there, Meshavar, and he broke it. Uh, similarly, but this has to mean this. This is according to Chacham that said that Chatzin that Shrovus only pays Chatzin right? And they say that the special Achmosh Mesinai that that if uh, uh, indirect damage, indirect damage. Um, uh, this, the classic case of Shrovus is the animal's walking, and he walked on a rock or a stone, and, and it shot out, you know, ricocheted or whatever. Uh, does that is that Pay Nezik Shalom, like is that regular, regular, or is that uh, that it's only Chazi Nezik? Here he says um, that a sus shetzar, if a horse uh, neighed, if a chamor shenar, or a, a donkey that brayed, made some noise, right? V'shavro kelim, they broke kelim, v'tocha bias, v'sham Chazi Nezik. They pay Chazi Nezik because he always said Shroos pays Chazi Nezik. But the point is, you see that this is considered a direct damage, even though there was no physical contact. 
In other words, it was simply a noise that was made. That's what we're talking about, noise, or a voice, or really the noise. Noise can damage, we said, right? That if he damaged him, here we said, right, that if you hit him, uh, you bang the wall near his eye or near his ear and cause uh, blindness or deafness, um, that he doesn't, he doesn't go out free. Yet we see over here by the animals who either crowed or neighed or brayed, depending on the animal, and broke the glass, they have to pay. On the lace, shiny Adam, it's different by a person, the Kivan, the Bardasu, Bardasu. Do we have any dog owners here? If you have any dog owners, they'll, they'll like this piece. Shiny Adam, the Kivan, the Bardasu, since a man is intelligent, um, he frightened himself. This is what I get when uh, every dog attacks me and starts screaming and, you know, barking and I get scared. They say, well, it's your fault. You know, you shouldn't be scared. <laughs> it's your fault. You, you know, you're not, not all people are afraid of dogs, right? So even Vardasu, even off some shade, you know, he caused himself. And others, when an animal goes and breaks the glass, so he broke the glass, you know, the, the glass is an inanimate object and he did the damage. There you could say that the noise, noise damage is also damage, right? I mean, we know that. If somebody is drilling next to your wall and your wall falls down the crumbling because of the waves of the, the noise waves, that's pretty direct damage. But if you're talking about a person, that was, uh, that was uh, you know, he got scared and he you know, lost his eyesight or his hearing. Uh, he, he, partially, he was partial, to, uh, he, uh, he himself was partially responsible because, uh, you know, he shouldn't be so scared. If you frighten your friend and it causes damage to him, <clears throat> you can't call it, it's, that's called indirect damage because it's very subjective. Some people, uh, that doesn't do them any harm, doesn't do anything, and some people it does. So Medina Shemayim, you know, you're high. You should make it up to him and, and uh, you know, whatever it takes, whether it's a, a monetary uh, a monetary compensation or whatever, uh, you can make it, you should make it up to him. But they wouldn't be held responsible in court. In court. What's an example? In case of Tukabozno, you you made a noise, you you like blew a horn into his ear of a chersho and that caused him to be deaf. Potter, you potter. But if you grabbed him, achzeu, if you grabbed him, you held on to him, you held on to his ear, and then you blew into his ear because you did something physical over there. So again, by a person, it's you're only chayiv if a person is, is the recipient of the damage. Uh, you're only chayiv if you caught if you had direct physical contact. But um, uh, obviously shooting him with a gun or a bow and arrow would also be pretty direct. But, uh, uh, but uh, if it was just something where you didn't touch him at all, he was injured not in some physical direct way like a gun or a, like a bullet or or an arrow or a fist or a sword or a, or hit him with a rock or something like that it was simply the noise then it depends on the person and you're not high beginning or the he called out let's say you hurt you you smote him on his eye and you dimmed his eye you caused it to be weakened he's not blind but you heard it you 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 caused him you know Loss of eyesight. You know, they went to be Tuachlumi and he said, You're 50% or 60% or 40% blind. Alshano, or you hit him on his tooth, and you loosened it. Loosen it. If he can still use them despite the fact that they've been injured, uh, the doesn't go free. You have to destroy it. If you've just weakened it, or you've damaged it in some way, given it, you know, a, a percentage of. Uh, of damage, then he doesn't go out free. Lav, if he can't use it at all, then he goes out free. Meaning, if you if he can't use his eye at all, he's basically uh, what they call, I guess, legally blind. 
you know, he's legally blind by, by that, then he goes out free. Tanyach, another price has said, pardon? If he's not totally blind, is it the compensation partial? No, no, because he owns the Evit Kanani, he owns the Evit Kanani, so you don't be compensating himself. He has no financial obligation to the Evit Kanani. If he's an Evit Ivory, he'd, he'd have to be compensated because he doesn't own the body. But here he owns the body. It's like he can't free him by giving money to himself. You know, like it doesn't work that way. He owns him. Um, the So, okay. So here we're saying that he had a good eye or a good uh, tooth and he weakened it. So if he could still use it, he doesn't go out free. Let's say he already had a weakened eye. He was already partially blind. Uh, was already weakened. The summer, and now you blinded him totally. Before he was fifty percent blind. Now you you knocked him out. He can't see anything. Or Shano, uh, his tooth was also Naduva. He had a loosened tooth. The and you knocked it out. You totally knocked it out. If he could have used it before, even in its weakened state, the eye or the tooth respectively, every goes out free <laughs> because now you've totally removed it. So an interesting thing we see that if you weakened his eye. But he could still use it. Uh, weakened desire is too. He could still use it. Doesn't go out free. If it was already weakened and you knocked that out totally, then he goes out free. Yes, and cares. In love, however, if before he couldn't have used it anyway, he couldn't have used. It, he was legally blind before, and all you've done is you made it worse. But you couldn't have used it before either way. Couldn't use it before. He can't use it now. Then ain't never yes, because doesn't go out free. We're at the first of the wide lines. The truth. Now we need both these prices. The first price is said that you took his eye from 100 percent, let's say, down to 50 percent. And uh, but if he can't use it anymore, 50% he can't read or he can't see or he can't do whatever it needs to be done, that's uh, he goes out free. Second price says if he was already at 50% and you knocked it down to zero, and also he goes out free. You need both these prices. Why? It's three for the Eshmi and Achmaisa. If you tell me the first price, uh, because before he had good eyesight, he was 100% okay. Now he's got a weakened eyesight, Nahora's sight or light or sight. He's, he's weakened. So there you might say he was 100% good before, and now he's got a weekend. So therefore, if it doesn't work, if he can't, if he can't work with it, it's not good enough, let's say the evidence necessary for reading or for looking or for seeing the work, and he can't use his eye, isn't good enough to use, even though it's not totally out. But as I say, you might say that, So there I understand because he took him from 100% down to 40 or 50%, and he can't use it anymore. So there he goes out free. But over here, the second case, he was already down to 50%. He was already had a weakened eyesight or tooth. So you might say, maybe he doesn't go out for you. He was already weakened. He was already hurt. It's like if a person was legally dead, a ghost is legally dead, and you can't kill him. You know, if he was legally dead, not, not legally dead, but he was a ghost age, and he was about to die, or he was a trefa. Trefa is a person who's terminal, right? He's a terminal, a terminal physical wound. It's terminal. I'm not talking about a sickness. I'm talking about that he, he had a terminal you know, the punctured uh, something or other, you know, that he was terminal, some, a, a, a punctured vital organ, uh, a trefa, if you, if you shoot and kill a trefa, you're not hired because he was, uh, he wasn't really a live person anymore. So here, so if you tell me that case uh, before, the first case where he was 100% and you took him down to 50%, okay, you start with a healthy person, he's no longer healthy. And if he can't function, it goes out free. But in this, in the second case, second brisa, where he started off, he was already weakened. Maybe he doesn't go out free, even though you took him down to zero. Yes, meaning if you tell me the second case, we shouldn't the sum of the government because in the second case you totally blinded him. 
you left them with no eyesight or no tooth. But in the first case, where you took him from 100% down to 50%, even though he can no longer function, but he can still, he has some eyesight, he has some use of the tooth. I might think, Angelo, he doesn't go out free street, so therefore he tells me that in both cases, if he cannot use it, whether you took him from 100% down to 50%, but he can't function with it, or 50% down to zero, in both cases, he goes out free. Let's say, now, when we say over here that he goes out free, it's only if it's Shane Abdo or Shane Amoso. It's only if the master does it. It's not if somebody else does it. He has an accident, car accident or something. It says, Right? Right? There, it's, so it says, it says the master did it. And let's say the master was a doctor or, a, you know, a, some sort of a doctor uh, or a dentist, let's say. Um, let's say the doctor claimed to be an ophthalmologist. Um, and he said, listen, I want you to paint the eye, meaning fix up his eye. He wanted to, uh, you know, he said the guy that every complained that he has a sore eye, he has an infection or something. And the doctor was applying some, uh, um, you know, some balm or some uh, some uh, medicine there, painting his eye, the summer, and by accident, he blinded him. He blinded him. It, was, it wasn't a successful operation. Similarly, Lachta Lashino, the doctor was a dentist, and he asked him to drill his tooth, right? The peel, and he knocked out the tooth. He didn't just drill it and clean it out or whatever. He asked him for a tooth cleaning and knocked out his tooth. He can laugh at the master, right? The old civil case goes up free. He knocked out his eye, knocked out his tooth. Can you help me out a smart, smart every county, right? He had a loose tooth. He says, Can you fix my tooth? And the tooth fell out. It goes out free. Shimuel says, No. Plus, it says, here we trying to help the guy, he wouldn't go out free. So Shimuel says, in this case, he wouldn't go out free. The Chum say, no, he would go out free. He'd knock him out, literally. What did Rabbana do with Shichasa? That you have to, you have, you have somehow to have intention of destroying it, right? What do they do with it? What do they do with the Pasuk? We got a time for this, for this rush. Let's say, um, the um, he had, the the, the uh, master had a female slave who was giving birth. She was in labor, and he was tr- attempting to uh, to deliver the baby. Either he was a doctor or whatever. He you know he knew how to do this. First grandson uh, or first grandson, right? Uh, <clears throat> well, I wouldn't say that that's uh, an evident in that case, but those are Harisha Oshidiyelamayishafaso put his hand in there to try to deliver the baby. The Sima the Sima. And what he did was, instead of pulling out the baby by mistake, he didn't mean to do it, he blinded the baby's eye. Now, the baby's also a slave, right? The mother's a slave, the baby's a slave. So, the Sima Uber man, he knocked out the eye. Potter, the air is Potter, my time. He's got to have attention. He was, here he wasn't even trying, wasn't even dealing with the uh, with the eye. It wasn't like the case where the doctor, he's a doctor, he's an ophthalmologist, he's trying to attend uh, to his eye or attend to his tooth. Here he was just trying to live with the baby. So that's what so the Chum say, if he was if he was attempting to work on the eye and he blinded him, goes out free. Uh, this is Vishikasa. What does Vishikha mean? If he wasn't even intending at all to work on the eye of the two, he was delivering the baby. How will Rabalazar know that Allah? Because if it would only say Vishikes, right? So the first the the uh, Allah and the Nafkan had Rabalazar. 
that if you were working or you were delivering the baby and you're knocked out, I could have just said, Shichas, what is that? Shichasa is the extra hey at the end. It teaches me not only the case where you were, weren't even attempting to work on the eye at all, you were delivering a baby. The Shichasa tells me, Afilu Miskavon, the Shichasa, the Rosh says, Nafla and Hadra of Lezer from the Shichas. Probably the Eshel Miskavon, the Shachas probably wasn't working at all. The Shichasa Mashmah, but Osikba, he was working on it. He was working on the eye, and the eye fell, and he blinded him. Still yet, so Rabbi Lezer, so Rabbi Shemuel will say, if it would just say Vashichas, I would know the case of Rabbi Lezer, where you were attempting to deliver the baby, you weren't working on the eye. Vashichas tells me, even if you're working on the eye, but if you didn't, if you weren't intending to destroy, you weren't intending to hurt it, you were attempting to fix his eye, and it came, and you destroyed it, then he doesn't go out free. You have to have a kavana for for that too. So you have to have kavara for in the case of the baby that's obvious because you weren't even working on the eye. You know, and even the Chacham would say in that case that you're putter, that, that putter meaning, what do you mean putter? The Evid would not go out free in that case. Um, uh, that if you're working on delivering the baby, the Chacham would agree that you, that, you, that the baby, talking about the baby going out free now, right? Because you're talking about the baby's eye, the baby would not go out free. Uh, but that's it. According to, according to Ham, only Reb Lezer's Allah would be bailed, but according to Reb Shimon Leal, he says, no. The Shichas alone would tell me that in the case of the baby, the baby wouldn't go out free because you weren't even working on the eye. Shichas is telling me that even if you were working on the eye and you blinded him by mistake, he still goes out free. Amr Shesh, even though everybody agrees that you weren't intending to do it. Amr Shesh, let's say his eye was blind. He couldn't see. But the Chatata, you, you, um, Knocked it out, meaning person could be blind. So let's say you hit, you hit him on the eye, right? You hurt him internally. You internally ruined the retina, whatever, all the parts of the eyeball inside. You can't see. Still has the eye. It just doesn't work. Let's say he was already blind, but you knocked it out. You you you, you took his eye out. Literally, you lost his eye. Every guess from the goes out free, even though he was already blind. My timer, because he's considered he's missing a limb, and missing a limb. It, even if even if the uh, limb didn't work, uh, even if the limb didn't work already, but making him causing him to lose the limb is also is also a reason for Godfrey. But Tanatun, we see a similar thing by that by animals. We have Allah. We have Allah bring a carbon and an animal, a keves, right, or an aisle, a keves or aisle, or a goat, um, any of those three. Um, there's halachas uh, that can't have a blemish, right? Tamim has to be a blemish. Similarly, an ola or an asham always has to be a male animal. It's an animal, an ola always is, is a male, an asham is also male. A chatas or a shlamim, sometimes it's male, sometimes it's female, depending on which carpet it is. Fine. So the rules, though, about being tamim, being about unblemished, and about whether it needs to be a zachor or it doesn't have to be a zachor, like a shlamim could always be a zachor or an akeva. Those are rules by an animal. When it comes to the birds, we don't care. Many, many carbonos, when you bring two birds, either out of poverty or in the case of violettas, which brings two birds, whatever the rules are, when you bring two birds, the birds, there's no such thing as a male bird versus a female bird. There are male and female birds, obviously, but there's no, uh, the, the Torah doesn't, uh, it does not to particularize and say this has to be a male bird or a female bird. Either when it says a bird, either bird is okay. Same thing if it's got a blemish. We don't care about blemishes when it comes to the birds, right? Why? Why is that? Because when the Pasik says Rashi quotes the Pasik, look at Rashi about ten lines from the bottom of the page. Darsh Hanigav says Bechol Kabbarah says Ish Ishim Beis Yisrael Sheyakov Korbanol Chol Nedreim 
Litzonchem, Tamim Zachar, Babakar, Baksavim, Vezim. It's always got to be a complete meaning, unblemished or male, if it's a, if it's, let's say, a carbon for a tzib or whatever, when it, or when a Torah specifies Bakar. Babakar, Baksavim, we're talking about animals, either cattle, like a cow, or a kebes, or a, a sheep, a lamb, Vezim, goats. Now, Milik, so Litzonchem, Tamim Zachar, let it just say Litzonchem, Tamim Zachar, to apply all. All uh, kinds of animals, including birds. Belishto. Why do they talk about bakar ksavim? Tell me that the rules about tamim and zachar only applies to animals, not to birds. The Torah is only makar. is only particular about it being uh, uh, unblemished and being male in certain cases only by animals, not by birds. Okay. However, let's say you had. We're in the last line of the Gemara now. I might think Let's say. The um, the, the the bird's feather <clears throat> the, or its wing uh, withered, it, it, meaning it wouldn't it wouldn't grow back. It was totally it's like he lost his wing, or nikdaraglo, or his foot was cut off, or nechdetayno, his eye was knocked out, meaning it's missing a limb, missing a foot, missing an eye, missing a wing, right? Missing. I might think there also it's okay because the Torah doesn't say that's me unblemished. Tamalomer when you im im from the birds, below Kolof, not all birds. Now, in other places, we darshan it that based on the, that would you bring this kind of thing to a governor? Meaning, it's one thing if the bird has a blemish, you know, maybe it's got something on its ear or something like that, or an eye, you can't see it so well. Birds birds that are blemished are okay for Kabbalah, but if it's missing a limb, that's already no good. That's no good. So the same thing is every year that we're applying it to, uh, to human beings also and saying, even if his eye was already blind, he couldn't see, but you knocked out the eye, you made it, you took away that limb, you knocked it out, and so I think it also goes out for you. And this is like a mamatzinu, really, because it's not the, you don't have a drush. The Pusik says, knocked it out. Well, you did knock it out, right? You, you look at the Pusik literally. You knocked, you hit his eye, you knocked it out, or knocked out his tooth, you knocked it out, even though he was blind before. Even though he was blind before. We said before, if you hit him on his eye and you blinded him so that he couldn't function anymore, that's also considered knocking it out. That's more of the drusha. This is almost like the favorish. If you knock the side out, he kashen and he lost it. The the it says Pusik goes on, uh he he peeled the next Pusik says, I think. The one Pusik talks about it is I but first Pusik says the second Pusik talks about the shame. First Pasuk goes on, eye in his eye. The second Pasuk, Pasuk Kofayin says, knocking it out, right? So here we're talking about knocking it out. So so even if he had, if he, even if he had, uh, his sight was already blinded, but you knocked it out, he also goes on three. Let's say he had an extra finger. Some people are born with six fingers. It's rare, but it happens. He had fixed fingers, but he cut it off. He also goes on three because he knocked out a limb. He had 25 limbs, not 24 limbs. That's only if it's a finger, meaning it's in a row with the other fingers. Sometimes there are cases where a person uh, was born with an extra finger coming out of his palm or you know, coming out of the back of his hand. That's not considered a finger. That's just like an extra bone or something. But if there's, if there's six, like there's an extra pinky usually, that's what we're say, a sixth finger, and that's, that's considered a finger. And if you knocked it out, that's one of the rush of arm, and you go out free. I'll right, we'll pick him here tomorrow, Mr. Shem, from the second line. Have a good day.